we're talking about the law of attraction. Now, there is a law of attraction that refers to, you know, you ever heard that book, The Secret? I heard about it. Yeah, and the video that went with it. They're saying that that's like the the, uh, the attraction of uh, uh, positive and negative energy that you bring to yourself. So we're not referring to that. We're referring to, I'm just using the same thing because I, I feel like it falls under the same concept. So mm-hmm. I'm using that title, title for it. But I feel like there is a law of attraction that applies to who you are attracted to and why attracted to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't, I don't think we can, we can say why I don't think that can be explained why you are, but I believe that it does exist. Right. You know, it, it kind of makes you wonder why the hell you, you keep going back to the same thing that, uh, that, uh, that you, you had in the past when you could have just, um, stayed with the person you was with. <laughs> But it does occur, right? So we're gonna does. we're gonna dig into that today. All right. So, so you're in a room full of people. Mm-hmm. All right, club. You had a festival, whatever it may be. Um, you're looking around. You see someone who's looking really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see that person, that one that catches your attention above any other. Right. All right. Now. He he or she meets the uh, the qualifications that you look for physically. Because before you speak to a person, if you just if I'm just looking at you from across the room, I don't know what's gonna come out your mouth. Right. Okay. I don't know what kind of education you have, what your financial status is. If you have your teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. (laughs) I'm still on that. Yes. So we're basing this off of there's something that is. Honing you into that person. Right. Okay. Um, why are we attracted to certain people and not to others? Like, for instance, I'm going to give you my thing, my attraction thing. I love, I love me a woman with some meat on the bones. Okay. okay. Uh, I love me. I love, you know, the ninnies to be on nice. I like the thighs to be thick. I like the backside to be on kapow. I like that. I seem to also like, not like a high yellow. I kind of like a, a caramel kind of woman. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I'll date any complexion of a sister, mm-hmm. but that's my thing. I like that. I don't know why. I don't know what it's about. Okay. But I'm attracted to that. Okay. So, now, I I will, like I said, I'll, I'll date any kind of sister, but for some reason... That's what I like to, to look at. That's what I'm going to give the the uh, most attention. I may get with somebody who's nice, educated, um, credits on good, <laughs> but she's thin, she's slimmer mm-hmm. than what I'm used to. Eh, she's cool and all, but right. there's that but. Right. What makes us do that? Now, here's another. Here's the flip side of that before you actually comment. The flip side of that is, you'll be you'll be with somebody, okay. Uh, you got a kid or two by that person. You knew before you had kid number one that this person was a handful, okay. <laughs> um, let's say maybe you got with him, he maxed you down, 
but he's backing other people down too. You right. stay with that person thinking you're going to change that person. Right. Okay. Whatever the scenario may be. Around a little bit down the line, he's out the way or she's out the way. Next person comes along and it's a good guy. It's me. <laughs> well, I don't get no honest chance. Okay. Cause you like that bad guy. You like that guy that's going to um, keep his head swinging and want others. Well, I think I think that that image is starting to like women in my age group, mm -hmm. which, you know, you know, I'm between the age of 25 and 35. Mm -hmm. I think that we're getting tired of that thug, um, you know, wife beater type I guy. Know. I don't know. I think we are. Nah, now, the younger ones, I don't know. But in that age group, yes. Nah, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. Because you guys are becoming that that happened to you. Oh. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that about me. We, we getting tired of that. Nah, you're just doing what they do. I'm capable of doing it too. That's the attitude I hear oh, for your age Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm going to do me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm going to do me. There you go. Now, so my thing is this. Where does that come from? What is that? What, what, is, what is that? What you got? What you think? Um, okay, now what? which part? The attraction piece or? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm attracted to guys who are over six feet. I just I don't know what it is about a tall man. I'm just really attracted to him. Since I moved here to Arizona, I only can find those who are under 5'10". But that's five, a ten preference. I, <sighs> that's a preference. That's not like... I've tried to date out like I don't I don't know what my type is. You know what I mean? I just don't have a specific type. Mm -hmm. Um but it just seems to me that most guys here that I've met are lame, meaning meaning that they don't have any type of conversation, they don't have any ambition, they don't really have a lot of goals they want to share with me cuz really they just want to get, you know, one thing and one thing only, mm -hmm. right? So um it's been hard for me here in Arizona in the dating scene because you know, I don't, first of all, I don't know what my type is. I know what I don't want, but at the same time, I don't have a specific type. Yeah, but that doesn't really answer. That's well, not, for for what you're describing is, um, that's a, that's preferences. That's choices. Those right. are, I don't want this. That's kind of, that's kind of like saying, I'm not going to work at McDonald's because I'm not going to make enough at McDonald's. Well, here's, here's so, the thing that I found. It's called the drama triangle. And what this means is that, um, there's someone who wants to be, there's a victim and then there's the saver. Okay. Someone wants to be saved and there's always a victim. Mm -hmm. And those two people are always attracted to each other. And that's called the human <laughs> drama triangle. And, and I it's agree with so that. true. I do. I, I think that does occur. Um, I, you know what? And what, what seems to be the breakup of those two species mm -hmm. is when one tries to play the other person's role. Right. You know, but now that you done broke up with that person, you done went and. And you meet someone else and they have none of those qualities that the other person who you were just with had. Mm -hmm. But eventually someone winds up being the victim and someone always be, winds up being the savior. So you think that, do you think, I think I, I'm following you now. So you, are you thinking that if I'm the victim, it's always him and you're the savior. <laughs> you so silly. Do, 
and let's say okay we, and we we split now um Sade comes around and Sade's a victim and I'm a victim well we ain't gonna hit it off like because we're both of that same triangle we're the, both that uh that same side on the triangle someone always steps up Someone right. steps up and they're like, oh, well, you got beat worse than me. Let me go ahead and take care of you. There's always someone. It's it's just a triangle. But that's not going to work because that's not what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted Absolutely. to the, You're right. the other side. Absolutely. That makes sense. And that's and that's just what happens, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going um, to share something here that because um, I, I expressed this to to people that we was going to be talking about this on the air. So one of the comments that I got. Um, I'm not going to disclose who said it, um, but it was that I think it, it can be for multiple reasons. Um, you attract what you feel you're worth. That's number one. Um, number two, in the world of biology, they say that like attracts like. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's more of a magnetism because mm-hmm. you have bonded with a mate that's right for you. Mm-hmm. Number three, it's the fear of stepping outside the box. So... Let's just bring it down to, I think, the, and I think those are very good points. Mm-hmm. I, I think there is that, uh, I think that uh, if I like. Um, You're thick. Mexican. Right. You know, Mexican food and you like Mexican food. Well, we had something in common. Right. So that's going to bring us together. That was a lame example, but it's an example nonetheless. Okay. Okay. I do think that that thing, kind of thing is, is as well. Um, I think there is kind of like a drawing. You can kind of, kind of like how how they say dogs are in heat. And because according to scientific uh, research or whatever, we carry what's called pheromones in our body, and right. we are trying. I mean, we we can't smell them, but right. there's, there's pheromones in each of our bodies that attract someone well, men else. We can smell it. You're we can so smell silly. when we can smell when it's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can't. We know when you're throwing it our way. Anyways, so there's pheromones and there's also <laughs> um, universal vibration. Certain energies attract certain energies. Um, you know, uh, like positive and negative, they, you know, they attract them. But if there's, if there's two negatives, they don't attract. Hmm. And that's supposed to be true. Some type of universal uh, magnetism. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chemicals in our body. And here's the funny thing that I found is that let's say you have an, and person who's outgoing and out, you know, outspoken, you have a shy person, you mix a little alcohol in there, then they're both the active people. And then you take the alcohol out of the equation. They go on a date. Oh, I don't like him no more. I don't know what yeah, it was that first second, night. Yeah. Cause it heightens that, um, that vibration, alcohol right. and drug stuff. So you think sometimes that's how we may get caught up is that that first, um, first, first encounter, um, the first date, the first, uh, um, the first month, mm-hmm. okay, the honeymoon time, and then it it dies off, and you're laying there, and women do this, women <sighs> do this all the time. There you go again. Go women ahead. Let me hear what you got to say. She's laying there, and she she laying in bed, and she look over on the side other side of the bed. She's looking at you with this uh with this uh face. She's like, how did he get in my bed? I I was not expecting you. Oh, you're silly. So it happens. Right. Maybe that and I and I, I agree that maybe that is what happens 
And it's more than just that first thing, that first date. It's that that first period that you're in and that relationship. And by then, maybe the damage is done. Right. Maybe you've already, you didn't got pregnant by the person. You might have already said, I do. You didn't moved in with the person. Um, you didn't cut off all your, 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 uh, your sidekicks for this one. <laughs> Whatever the scenario may be. All your spare be. tires. <laughs> and it then went bad. And so now... You out there again, mm-hmm. and you letting off a certain aroma, mm-hmm. and another one of the same kind coming in and 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 make it happen again. Mm-hmm. Now you all in that same triangle. But what about this? What about this? What about this theory? And I'm sorry if I had to keep referring to women. I'm sorry. You should be. I'm go, sorry. But go ahead. I don't know too many dudes that's gonna let a woman put her hands on him, <laughs> and continue to put the hands on him. So my thing is this. What about the woman that gets abused verbally, physically, whatever? Right. Okay. She well, gets herself out of that situation and goes back into another let me, abusive let me read relationship. Let me read what something. is that? Let me read something to you about that. Okay. Just a quick paragraph. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, so you're wondering, so you might be wondering, for example, why a seemingly nice woman may be attracted to what appears to be an undesirable man. When the truth is they may be attracted to each other, but seem different on the outside, but it's most likely actually they're the same in the inside because of their vibration. The reason is once again, due to their similar rate of vibration and more proof of why you attract certain people. They are probably two very insecure people who have been drawn together it becomes a vicious cycle when the person being abused continues to feel so low from the abuse and therefore remains in a low state of vibration. Likewise, the insecure abuser is so eaten up by the guilt and fear that their actions, it says he is promise there, that their actions are the very reason he, he, she, they remain with the person with the low vibration, meaning that they both have that low vibration one is guilty and one is, you know, the self-esteem is all beat up. So they wind up staying together. Hmm. It's just been a, it's a scientific fact um, that I found. Let me tell you where I found this at. It's called attractwealtheasily.com. Hmm. Talking about mental wealth. Universe, universe of success. Hmm. Interesting. Because you know how you always say, why would you stay in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, now her self-esteem is low or his self-esteem is low. That yeah. person's self-esteem is low. And the person who's beating them up, self-esteem is low. So now they have this low vibration or or uh, whatever it's called, universal magnitude. And now it's low. And so they're attracted to each other. Right. So you think that has a role in play- picking in the mental side of why you pick a mate? Um, it's good. It's good. What about the physical side? Is there an explanation for that or is it just... There's not an explanation. No, because you may one day, like you said, you may be attracted to your little uh, caramel, short, thick, you know, girl. But then the next day, you might be attracted to someone who's tall and, you know, brown skin. And Not me. And I don't think that applies to anybody. Really? I think we're all attracted to the same type of person, but you'll try to um, do something different and go after a different, you know, maybe the... Maybe the, 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 the uh, the uh, the light-skinned brother comes along and he just puts the game on you correctly on that day. But you usually like a chocolate brother. But here comes this little light He's thing. over six feet. Mm-hmm. He come around and he just he's saying all the right words so you give him opportunity. Mm-hmm. But who's to say when that chocolate brother come around and don't say nothing foolish 
won't catch your eye again or that you won't get tired uh, of that because that's not what you're normally attracted to. I think it exists. I think there is a physical attraction that exists and why that causes you to go after right. that kind of mate. I think that I'm attracted to like bigger guys and tall guys because of my ex-husband. I was with him for so long. Yeah, that's what I'm attracted to. Uh, so it might be a time thing. I've tried to, right. And I've mm. tried to date, you know, guys who physically are short, you know, not too tall. And it's just, it's just, I didn't feel comfortable. I'm not that tall of a woman, but, you know, when I, when I wear heels, I don't want to be looking on the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And see, and even though I like a woman with meat on her bone, I don't want no, um, no overweight lover <laughs> either. <laughs> I like that there's a there's a fine line between thick, thick, big boned, and you just you just all over the place big. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna yeah there there is that line there's that barrier because you, you your thing is you can't be too short. Mm-hmm. My thing is you can't be too big and you can't be too tiny. Mm-hmm. Once you're right in the middle, that's my perfect zone. Mm. It's not a um even though it's what I'm attracted to. It's not a uh, what do they call that? It's not an absolute uh, no, right? You know, I'll give the something else a chance, but some some somewhere some out there, um, a Beyonce lookalike is gonna catch my eye. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Right. Is not Beyonce is, though. Not Beyonce, but just a lookalike. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that is now is that a wrong way of see we're 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 digging into it i don't think most people dig into it like this when they're dating mm-hmm. or or out there looking and choose, trying to choose a mate so now that we're actually evaluating it all subconsciously is that is that a wrong way to actually choose a mate I want to say that I think there is. I think there is for those who don't take this the wrong way. I don't mean to sound racist. If I do sound racist, that's just what it is, what it is. But for any person, especially, unfortunately, black men to say, I only date white women. I don't date. No, I don't date none like this. You know, no black women. I don't date blah, blah, blah women. I only date white women. Mm-hmm. And they only focus on that white. I mean, that that's what they're attracted to. You know, but no, I think that's forcing it. No, I think that they are just attracted to the white woman because for various reasons. Well, yeah, you might be right. Or maybe they get they get used to being with a white woman because of the way that they interact versus how they interacted with uh, some other color woman. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. I'm going to read a couple of comments from uh, some of our listeners. Okay. Um. This is from V. V didn't want nothing to say nothing else as far as where V from. Um, v says, so true. And on my own personal experience, my family had a very clear pattern of this kind. She's saying it's so true. She agrees with um, that there is that attraction thing out there. Uh, my mom clearly played a role of someone who wanted to rescue her partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so she always was choosing weak and potentially problematic types. Pro- I said that right. Problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, scary part about this is about this game that they go on for many years without people acknowledging 
what is really going on. And that's something that she was mentioning. Like, you've been with this person for years. Right. You know, and as you just stay in it. Um, Antonio added. Antonio is somebody off of my Facebook page. So okay. appreciate it, Antonio. I told you I was going to hit you up. Um, I seem to go for the ghetto girl. Hmm. Loud mouth, fake hair, purses. Talks like she's about it. Um, about her own but gets every public assistance benefit available. <laughs> hey, that's her hustle. Don't don't knock it. Uh, Everyone has can, their own can, hustle. Can, can we read the brother's comment? Go can ahead. He, can he put his two cents in? Go ahead. As much as I despise this type of chick, that is who I go for every time. I've gotten with women who actually handle their business and have more of a professional attitude all around and have mistreated them because they lack something I was looking for. That law of attraction thing is definitely real. Hmm. Wow. What do you think about that? I, you know what I learned? I learned that I've, I've been around people who I'm, I'm going to get on the welfare thing or the, the public. Assistance. Or you didn't hurt one thing and run with it. That's wrong. I'm going to finish saying what I he wanted to say. He said a lot of good stuff. There, but he go did. Ahead. But my whole thing is, is that you can't knock whatever hustle someone's out there doing. That's their hustle. If it's the system, if it's, you know, working or starting mm. their own business, that's what they do. He wasn't knocking it. Hold on. I'm not done. I'm now. defending him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend him. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, you need to defend him. I'm, I'm just defend saying that's, that's, that, that's their hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, however they get it. Um, but however, um, why is he attracted to that type of woman? And why does he treat the other woman bad? Because he wants that ghetto chick, but he doesn't like some of the qualities. He likes the other chick, but uh, she's missing the ghetto girl quality. So there's no, yeah, we've, and I've said that from the very beginning. I don't think there's an explanation for that. But in his defense, just so we can read it again, because all you heard was public assistance and you went off from there. He <laughs> said this. That's what he likes. Okay. Um, he says the one the woman that talks like she's about it on her own, like she handles her thing, and you know their women do that. Not all, there are some. I'm That's sure you have a friend own. or two or cousin or three. That is her. That does that. That is her hustle. Go ahead. I, and I, but I agree with him on that. There are some women who try to put it. I pays my bills. I does this. Right. And, and by ain't, ain't up, work calling. in the last year, two, three, or four. <laughs> but her hustle is to call them people. Um, I didn't get my check on the first. Whatever. <laughs> the point is that he was trying to make is that that's what he's attracted to. He's attracted to that kind of woman that perceives like she's she got she's holding it down. Right. Okay. Regardless of where the money comes from, she's holding it down. If she's paying her rent, she take care of her kids, uh, through public assistance or not, she's she's holding it down. Right. That's what he said he's attracted to. Whereas he's met a woman that might be college educated. Uh, holds a nine to five and been in that company for for so many years. Got four hundred one k, just just uh, doing its thing. Credit on nice right. house of her own. Um, professional attitude, nice to be okay, around. Okay, okay, okay. He's saying that um, he has encountered those women, but for, there's something that just that doesn't do it for him. Right. Why you know why is that? We don't know, but that it that's. That law of attraction thing, it does exist. It does make you do that. You don't know why you the pick who you pick. Right. Universal vibrations. Now, the other <laughs> thing, too, that, that V was saying um, is about that, that I wanted to ask you. Which role do you think that you play? Rescuer, savior role, or do you play that victim need to get taken care of role? I'm definitely the person who wants to save the world. Mm-hmm. 
that's just that's the role but however you're not going to take advantage of me do you know what I mean like if I have it to give I'm going to help you out mm-hmm. I'm not going to help you out to think that I'm going to get anything in return but um I tried the you know the oh can you help me but it's always always something mm-hmm. oh if I, I'll help you if you can help me too you know it's just always something like that so I just you know what I just do it myself if I can help you I'll help you but I'm usually the um the saver in in my relationships I'm always mm-hmm. trying to save somebody and yourself sir I don't think a guy can be can answer that question yes he can whatever because a guy's natural instinct should be to be the savior but a lot of guys nowadays are the victims they think something's always the man is always out to get them we've been a victim <laughs> for 400 years okay <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't. I, that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. I don't think a man can honestly answer that because yeah. our circumstances are very much different than a woman's. To be able to answer that, even when a man thinks he is in a rescue type mode, um, women outdo us in the department of, of stature. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, you know, we can be uh, busting our tail at our nine to five. And with all of the battles that we fight in a day, um, by the end of the night, she she didn't she didn't work half as hard, yeah, and is doing way better. And that's just because of the way that the dynamics of this system that we're living. It's just tougher for for men, and it's tougher for black men. I agree. So I don't think a man can answer if he's the rescuer. Um, or the victim, because by nature, we want to be the savior. We want to be that person that, that's there to rescue. And when we're not able to, we got to play victim, you know? But what if you are able to? If you are, if I was able to? And and you still are playing victim. Then you're called stingy. Oh, uh, we've even called everything in the book. <laughs> um, everything. So yeah. I think that, um, I think that by nature, most men want to be the rescuer. Okay. Yeah. The ones that I think want to be the savior or play that savior role are probably getting over on purpose. Yeah. Now, why do women continually find attraction in the victim? Is it because it's um, in a woman's DNA to save the day to be the yeah to, to be, be the, the nurturer the, the, the nur- mm-hmm. we're the nourishers we're the mothers you know we're the the ones that put the band aids on all the wounds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I was researching this online trying to find some uh, information to share on um, I was just browsing now when I when I was looking for the topic I was pulling up all kind of commentary by um, on various different like blog sites, right? People were talking about um, the woman continuously. Why is it that the woman continuously, over and over again, choose the loser? Why is she continually going after the loser? Right. Um. And then there was even one that was talking about black women are are always attracted to losers. Um, so that's saying that the majority of the women, the men that we are attracted to are black men. So is that saying that black men are losers? The majority? 
and somebody had even said that. So why are you making this racial? Right. Because I think there's a, a a loser in every nationality. Right. Um. That's deep. Yeah. Because why is it that when you talk to the well, I'm I'm not gonna speak for everybody because I don't know everybody. But for those that I do know that I that I have kept up with from high school and just know what's going on with them or people like them. Mm -hmm. What I see is majority, not all majority. I'm going to say if I know 10 women, eight of them are single, raising the kids on their own, done either been through a bad marriage or have been through a bad baby daddy situation. Right. Um, now they're in their thirties, the early thirties. Um, and I'm supposed to love her cause she got her own. Right. That's her attitude right now. She's in, she's misindependent. Okay. Um, that's, and you talk to them about well, what happened and it's, there's no good for nothing. Da, 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 da. It goes from there. Right. scenarios be almost identical he cheated he wasn't trying to be a man at work right um something like that some kind of scenario like that never that the woman had anything to do with it you ain't gonna never hear that side there's always two, <laughs> two sides of every story but you ain't gonna hear his side because he ain't around to defend himself but why is it that out of those 10 women for the majority of them their stories are similar. Hmm. You don't know? It's your people's. It is my people. And I, it is and it's sad to say, but um the black family is just it's just not where it should be. And instead of pointing the fingers as to who's the person wrong and who's the person right in the relationship, let's say, okay, you know what? What's the solution? We know the problem. You know, I think the problem's you. You think the problem's me. What's the solution? You know what I mean? Um, we need to focus on some way, somehow, trying to figure out how to get the black family to stay together. You know, hmm. um, and if you're not going to stay together, let's let this in on a you know not a, such a ugly situation. You hmm. know, just it just wasn't working out. My situation, me and my ex-husband, we got married too young. Hmm. You, you know, you don't think these are signs of like personality disorders, abusive relationships. And abuse goes far more than just physical. Usually when you say abuse, people want to think it's something like somebody will put some hands on them. But there's um, mental abuse. There's, you know. I think that being, you know, brought up in the in the time frame, because you're saying that they're in the early right, 30 age, age group. group yeah. um, you know, being brought up in the, in the uh, drug, when the drug was, drug war or drug, what is it, drug trafficking was at its highest um, gang banging was, you know, really high when we were growing up. Most or the majority of our parents were on drugs. The majority, you know, um, people that I know, you know, from Seattle to Portland to California, um, even in uh, Texas, everybody had a situation in their family where their mom or dad was on drugs. If they were being raised by a single mom, first of all, um, the mom was on crack or working two, three jobs. Um, so we didn't have anyone, you know, around to really show us what a family should be, mm -hmm. except the Cosby show. You know, that's all we had to look at. You know, that was our black family. That was our family. Mm -hmm. Not just a black family, but that's just how we thought things should be. 
Um, so you so, think it has to do with um, not being raised to um, go for the for the, for what's best for you, or or the getting the best out of life that you can. Right. So I think for a lot of dudes, and maybe for women too, I think it has something to do with that. Um, it's like the cheaper to keeper theory, in a sense. Yeah. You know. But I think that I think that people in our age bracket, we um, we start out too young with our families. You know, if you Definitely. look at if you look at other races um, who have successful marriages, they usually start having children in their in their mid thirties to early forties. Right. You That's know, because that gives you enough time to get yourself together, to get on your feet, to, you know, because I can, I know so many people like, girl, if I would have never got pregnant, I could have been such and such. But if I would have had no kids, I could have been a famous blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But like I said, once again, we ne- we don't have too many role models um, in our age bracket, you know, to not too many people that we can look at or, you know, to, to base a relationship off of. At least I right. didn't. My grandparents raised me and I was fortunate to see, you know how they, you know, how they were with each other. But other than that, I haven't seen any other relationships. Right. Um, Here, here's what, uh, with, with another Facebook, um, comment was, okay. um, I used to want the very attractive, clean cut, very stylish guy that can be viewed as cool or in the, in the in crowd. Um, those are the ones I dated and actually have married two for years, mainly because, it was about status and what's visible to everyone else. I've learned in the last five years, it's not about status or a showpiece. It's about the person. Um, that's deep. Another piece that the same person um, actually shared was this. And I thought this was kind kind of a good way to, to lead into what we're saying now. How do you right. solve it? Just let go and let the creator she said basically let right. it go um, right if love is staring you in the face give it a chance do your thing with it you know look at what's in front of you and see who has your best interest at heart and forget the law of attraction so she's basically saying eliminate that and i think there's some truth to that i think that might be a good way to look at it um if you find yourself have been in a pattern, okay, and it's going to be difficult for you at first to say, to get out of what you're used to. Mm-hmm. And one of the other um, comments that I read earlier, that comment was um, just scared to get out of your box. Right. Okay? Step outside your box. Right. So basically, if you know that if you know this about yourself and that's where you need to be honest with yourself you know that i'm attracted to um this type right okay i like the thuggish kind of dude you know that's what you're attracted to but you know that's bad news for you and here you got um john computer guy nerdy is all outdoors i don't know if all outdoors is nerdy but you get what i'm saying (laughs) Um, he comes along and he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Right. Well, he done already messed it up from from "Hey, how you doing?" Because you used to somebody come up, "What up, mom? What up, mom? What's up, boo?" You used to that. Well, you need to step out your box and allow th- yourself to respond to "Hey, how you doing?" Right. Give that a chance. See what it does for you. 
Right. Okay. Right. Give it an honest chance, and that's gonna take work. It's gonna take you. Uh, uh, I don't, uh, I've learned through sales that in sales you may need to talk to a hundred people before you actually get that one sale that's gonna break you off nice. Right. And I think dating and relationships go hand in hand with that. That don't mean put a uh, hundred um, things in bed with you. But it means experience enough while you're single so that you know for sure when you say, I want to be in a committed relationship with this person. Right. That you're attracted to what that person offers you and what you offer that person more so than what you're looking at across the room. That was beautiful. I just said that, <laughs> that was beautiful. Got me in tears. Got me in tears. So I think I think the law of attraction does, but I think we have the ability to break it. And that's what I'm going to end it with is that we're, we make it possible. Okay. Any last thoughts? We we can go on and on. Well, let's this. go on. We got time. Ain't nobody care about it. <laughs> Break it down for me. So are you saying that stepping outside your box may also include you dating outside of your race or your comfort zone of race? No, I'm saying... Because that's not, I'm not going, I'm not personally going to say that's the way to go. I will tell you this, at moments, I'm sick and tired of black women. But I don't think I'm so sick and tired of them to where I would say I'm I'm not going to date black women anymore. Right. Um, if I was somebody who openly or freely dated outside my race, then sure, I wouldn't have a problem with you that. You know what a good movie is? Not to cut you off. What? Diary of an Angry Black Man. That was a really yes. good movie. It, it, it's hard to find too. You got to yeah. look like look for that on like Netflix. I think or something. that I think that everyone should like if you go on a date with someone, invite them over to your house or go. It doesn't have to be your house. Get together a couple of people, whatever. Yeah. And watch that movie together. Yes, it's a great discussion movie. Yes. And you know, it's too bad they didn't have the funding to make it a national release. Right. But look that up, people. Look it online. Look for it on Netflix, uh, you know, search for it. Look for it on eBay. You might be able to find a DVD that way. I think they have their own website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, very good point. Very good movie. Very good movie, yes. Um, and, I, uh, you know, that I'm going to say that go outside your comfort zone. So if you're only used to dating short, thick ones, get you a tall, skinny one to see what, <laughs> what happens. Just try it once. You might be like, I don't know. But after you do that once or twice or three times, you might be saying, you know what? These tall ones is cool. <laughs> Never know. Get to know the person. And then once you right. yeah, if you give it an honest physical chance, because we're attracted to the physical aspect of right. things. Like for me, I'm a, if I'm going car shopping, I know what I want to look like I want to, I need to look cool in this. I know I think I'm gonna look cool in this over seeing my big tail get out of a Chevy Aveo. <laughs> How's that gonna look? Like, uh, uh-uh, that must be his girl's car. <laughs> you know, so I gotta go for now. We're we're looking at the track, the, the physical side of that. But when you look at it from a overall standpoint, right now when money is crunched, mm-hmm. Chevy Aveo ain't that bad of ideas. It's gonna save you a lot on gas. Right, and it's going to get you to the same place, or point exactly. A to point B. I might end up happy in a Chevy Aveo if I give it a chance. Huh. Now, I might look silly to some people with that person, but they don't know how that Chevy Aveo make me feel. Mm-hmm. 
my pocket, which may then translate to how my brain feels about that car. Mm-hmm. And I might end up happy that I got that, that I went ahead and purchased that Chevy Aveo. That's true. Bam! That's it right there. <laughs> Game. Grown-ass man every day. Got my tool belt on. Watch me fix that there. I may slack for a minute, but I still represent it. Inhale a whole bowl and blow the smoke up in the air. I'm game. Grown-ass man every day. Touch it up all you want, queen. It still is a man's world. And I'ma change clothes and just go. On to the next episode.